You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. It is a four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. This is my first show of 2023, and it's good, good to be back. Obviously not under the the circumstances after everything that has taken place last night uh, with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, The latest is he is still in critical condition. Uh, His uncle spoke to the media a few hours ago earlier on this this evening and said, uh, well, A, they're thankful for the support that they have received. And he also says that the amount of oxygen he is receiving has been reduced down to uh, 50 percent. We all certainly hope that that can go down further and that, you know, we can positively move in an upward direction. Uh, where he can have uh, a recovery. And so all of us pretty much still uh, in the dark as it relates to DeMar Hamlin. Um, I know that's going to be a a theme for the rest of the show. It's been the theme pretty much for the entire show, as it is still very difficult to to focus uh, solely on football, even amongst a lot of the other news that has taken place in the world of sports. I'm sure as we continue on throughout the course of this week and and get some positive news as it relates to DeMar Hamlin uh, that we will spend more time discussing Coach Harbaugh. uh, You know, I I guess, again, entertaining uh, some of the the coaching opportunities in the NFL after he didn't get the Vikings job last year. Uh, We know about Zion Williamson. Maybe you don't. This man is gone at minimum for three weeks with a hamstring strain. Uh, We know about Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell had 71 points last night. He accounted for 99 points uh, for the Cavs last night. More points than anyone accounted for since Wilt Chamberlain dropped 100. LeBron is is a freak. We know that the the college football playoff is is set. Bulldogs are going back, and, and TCU is there, and people are going, whoa. How the hell did they get here? How did they get past uh, Michigan? And then we got Ohio State missing field goals. So there's there's been plenty, plenty going on just in the world of sports. Uh, this this even took place, uh, I guess, well, yeah, over New Year's. Uh, uh, Dana White uh, caught on camera at a, a party, too drunk. He admits he's too drunk. He's he's with his wife, and they're just they're slapping each other. And, uh, you know, the Endeavor stock of which owns UFC uh, took a hit today uh, as a result. And, and I don't know how many people even heard about the incident with Dana White because at the forefront has been uh, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, the family is, is thankful uh, for all the words. Uh, we know about the GoFundMe. The initial goal of $2,500 is now approaching $6,000. The GoFundMe that was set up uh, a while ago. That was just to be a toy drive. Uh, everyone is supporting uh, in their own way. And so there have been a lot of conversations and debates and, you know, you know 
who did this and who was being disrespectful. You know, Skip Bayless was in the the fire today. Uh, you know, who who was telling the truth about the the five minutes? Did they give them five minutes? No, we didn't give them. Like, who cares? Like, there's there's more important things I believe to to argue about. And let's be real. What what is there to to argue about right now? You know, are, are we going to argue about? One of our callers brought up an excellent point. Are we going to argue about, you know, more people potentially learning, you know, CPR? Are we going to learn a little bit of empathy? I think those are the things I'm more interested in in learning and being better about even as a person than whether or not Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman were told that it was five minutes. So Troy Vincent says that, no, we didn't ask the players to go back out there and play. I think, the one thing that we've learned here in life or, or from this situation and scenario, this unfortunate situation, is that there's so many important things and it only takes one second, only takes one second, uh, you know, for for things to change. I think most of us know that. I think in a general sense, a lot of us just straight take that for granted. I'm being joined by a super producer and host, uh, Dave Shepard. And amongst a lot of the things that have been discussed, they have been addressed by uh, individuals directly in the NFL, uh, coaches, players, uh, owners. Uh, Jerry Jones was on 105.3, the ticket down in Dallas uh, on for his normal spot. And he said this. He says the fact that we were able to go out there and, and stop the game and not play the game was the absolute correct move. Listen to Jerry Jones. I never got the feeling that uh, there was but one thing in everybody's mind uh, there, and that was his care, uh, the sensitivity of his teammates, the sensitivity of the players on the field with him, uh, just a complete uh, direction of, of, of concern and direction of importance toward his health. Certainly, uh, the right decision was made uh, relative to uh, the health and well-being of all the family and, and um, uh, certainly the Hamlin uh, uh, himself. But uh, all of the right decisions were made regarding consideration of the family, fans, and of everyone involved. Oh, you want to you wanna talk about the, the right decision for the family. I mean, his, his mom was there at the game. Un, unimaginable. Don't even want to. I can't even begin to, to to understand what she's feeling right now. I mentioned his uncle Dorian Glenn. He gave the update earlier on this evening about Demar and and, and his situation. The the oxygen not needing as much, but still in critical condition. Uh, he spoke to the media. And he wanted to let everyone know that uh, the family is is grateful for all of the love and and support that they have received. Take a listen. A lot of people don't get a chance to see how loved they are while they're alive. So for him to have a situation where he could have been taken away and he has a chance to come back and see all that love that he got, it's truly an amazing thing. And I can't wait for him to see all the love and support that people have had for him, not just around the area, but around the country and the world. It's been, a, it's been amazing. And, and, and Shep, correct me if I'm wrong, his, uh, his uncle, Dorian Glenn, who spoke earlier this evening, uh, he also just spoke to CNN. 
that would be that would be correct and um, just just very heartfelt and, and understandably shaken at this time. But uh, good for him for being able to just uh, you know uh, elocute this word so so fondly and uh, so uh, you know profoundly. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to to understand. Uh, here he is, Dorian Glenn, uh, the uncle of Damar Hamlin, on CNN recently, uh, talking about how these emotions have hit him, where he has he he's never cried this much in his life. We were in Pittsburgh watching it on TV, and his little brother was there with us. And um, when he seen his brother drop like that, and when I tell you I never seen him crash, scream like that, like we were trying to calm him down, like, yo, it's okay, you know, he'll go and get back up, he'll be back in the game, you know, we'll do the woo. Next thing you know, it's 10 minutes later, they're doing chest compressions. It's a half hour later, they still not playing yet. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's wrong with my nephew? And then, like, when I say, like, now we were all in the room crying, man, we were all in tears, man. And I'm not a crier. But like I, I never crashed so hard in my life. That uh, that's my first time hearing that, and that makes me tear up. I, I can't imagine being in a room, in a in a joyful moment, watching a family member do something that they've they've been out there their, their whole damn life trying to do, and and you're watching someone potentially go away. I I can't imagine that. He mentioned. Uh, he mentioned uh, having to be resuscitated twice. He, he just heard him. You heard him there talk about it on the field. Uh, he mentioned that he needed to be resuscitated as well uh, at the hospital. And those were statements that he made earlier this afternoon or this evening, I should say, depending on where you live. Uh, his uncle clarified that on, uh, on CNN. Take a listen. You told me off camera your nephew died twice. Can you explain? Well, his heart had went out, so um, they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital, and then they resuscitated him a second time when he got to the hospital. So um, I just want to show my gratitude for the medical uh, staff that were on hand because if not for them, my nephew probably wouldn't even be here. Yeah, yeah. That was the the uncle of Damar Hamlin, uh, Dorian Glenn. He was just on on CNN, so he has uh, taken some time this evening uh, to to talk to the media and, and share with the world uh, the status of of his nephew, of which is, you know, we we can all still hope that it it, it moves in a in a positive uh, direction here. He has certainly received a, a lot of support, and and I want to repeat this something that I've said over the last two hours. Uh, you know, he received his care. Uh, on the field, there's a lot of love, a lot of support, a lot of people uh, praying, people going over to the hospital, etc. And kudos to those who just got on that field and and helped get him back to life. Uh, and, and a big shout outs to everybody listening. We have a lot of people listening to, to us who are first responders, and this is what they do. And so kudos to, to all of you who, who work in and helping other people, protecting other people, serving other people, regardless of, of what that capacity may be. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You have heard from an owner. Uh, you just heard from a family member. Before I pick up the phone lines, I do want you to hear from one of the other coaches who spoke today. That happened to be uh, Mike Vrabel, obviously the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. These are, are his words wishing DeMar Hamlin well. On behalf of the Titans organization, our, our players and everybody involved, I want to send our deepest sympathies and our concerns and our prayers 
uh, to uh, DeMar, who, you know, by all accounts is, is fighting his tail off in Cincinnati. Um, you know, to his family who, who watched that unfold, you know, in front of their eyes. Yeah, you, we just heard the, the clear description from his family and the stands, his family back at home uh, who, who had to witness that live on, on television. I cannot, I cannot imagine. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm right here in Atlanta. Let's talk to someone in Atlanta. His name is Calvin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jr. How are you? I um, I want to first thank you for being able to talk about this and let her understand. It. I am a American Heart Association CPR instructor for the last 34 years, and it broke my heart. Uh, to see this go down on television. My love and prayers are going out to the family, and I appreciate the financial uh, situation that they're doing for his uh, foundation. But I just wanted to call and express to everybody, if you don't know CPR, learn CPR. It's a lot easier now than what people thought in the past You don't have to actually give breath to people. You can do compressions. But the main thing is the AED, the Automated External Defibrillator. Every organization, every church, every recreational place should have an AED because that's going to help you uh, save somebody's life. Excuse me. Thank God for the emergency personnel that was there to preserve this young man's life because if he had been out by himself with nobody knowing CPR, it could have been a worse situation. But right now, we're praying for him. He's on 50% of oxygen, and um, that says it's coming down, and I heard that he's starting to breathe on his own. But I want to encourage everyone out there, if you don't know CPR, please learn and take it to your churches, to your recreation, wherever you have to take it. And well, um, can I ask you, you. Can, well, hold on. No, no before, before you go, Calvin, I, I appreciate that. Uh, we had a caller who had suggested the same thing. I expressed some similar thoughts. I, I think we all know the power of Google. Uh, I would hope so in in, in trying to find out uh, information of CPR. Uh, I I hope you do. If you don't, that's okay, too. Is there a formal place or destination online where people can go to find out more information? Yes. You can go to AmericanHeartAssociation.com, or you can even go to the Red Cross. Red Cross, they'll teach you also. But you're right. You can pull up on Google how to perform CPR. And right now, the way it is, we are doing hands-only CPR, which means you don't have to give the, the breath. People are so worried about giving breath during COVID and, you know, AIDS and all of that, that they don't want to do CPR on people. But now the way the uh, American Heart Association, which I deal with, deal with, you can just do chest compressions and call 911 to get you some help. That's the key. 
because they got advanced treatment there for you. Like on the field, uh, they were able to administer oxygen, put an endotrachea tube in. But the main thing, too, and everybody need to know, you need a, a, you know, a AED, automated external defibrillator, in your churches, in all these big buildings, yeah. um, stadiums, because what that does is when your heart goes into this ventricular fibrillation, which is vibration, mm-hmm. it can shock them back in the spot mm-hmm. right there. And all you have to do is push a button. And it'll tell you exactly what to do. Well, thank you. And you, and then if you call nine one one, that'll get an ambulance rolling for you, and they can further that treatment for you. But the best thing we can do right now to honor this young man is learn CPR, pray yes. for his family, and just pray that everything goes okay. I know you got a lot of calls and. Thank you so much for what you do, okay? No, and well, thank you, Calvin, for coming through with the information. I really appreciate him for sharing that. I think we got, we got Google American Heart Association as well as the American Red Cross. If, if you personally uh, want to learn how you could help someone uh, who may experience this, and, and I think we all know someone at some point who, who has experienced this. Maybe you have as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls. I did mention to you about Donovan Mitchell's gigantic game, his 71 points. I want you to hear from Donovan Mitchell as well on the other side of the break. He had some some words to say about his game, but he, he also got right to it. He also stopped to show love, even not knowing the full a circumstance to show love and support to DeMar Hamlin. We'll talk to you as well on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed a JR fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on, on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your, your, your calls momentarily. Uh, we, we talked about DeMar Hamlin, and there was so much that, that went on last night pretty much at the, the same time because it was business as usual. We're, we're here at the beginning of the year. Uh, we just figured out over the weekend who's going to be heading to next Monday night's uh, college football playoff. We know it'll be uh, TCU in Georgia. A TCU, if you would have picked them at the beginning of the year, I think everybody would have said, oh, yep, you're absolutely crazy. And then even at the same moment that, that Monday night football uh, was was getting underway between the, the Bills and the Bengals, I mean, we had we had basketball games on. I mean, we had we had the Rose Bowl going on. The start of Monday night football was pushed back by a few minutes just to make sure that, that, you know, if the game stayed in regulation, the Rose Bowling didn't go into overtime, 
that people would be able to take a look. And then even on the NBA side, the Lakers were taking on the Hornets. They won 121-115. to 115. LeBron James has been losing his mind. The newly turned 38 LeBron, he dropped 43 points. He was here in Georgia last week, and I think he put up 48 points in, in a crazy game. And then we had a history made in the NBA last night as Donovan Mitchell had one of the greatest games that you will ever see in, in NBA history. He scored 71 points, helped the Cavs come back by down 21 points uh, to beat Chicago, 145 to 134 in overtime. The most points scored ever since Kobe Bryant dropped his 81 in 2006. We know the record. Wilt has it uh, with 100. Uh, it was a, a, a major deal last night, uh, but all the attention with, with good reason going to uh, DeMar and his health. Uh, after the, the, the historic game that Donovan Mitchell had, of which he also accounted for uh, 99 points. When you count in the assists and you count in the points, the 71, he accounted for the second most points of any human that has ever played in an NBA game. He's the first player to have 70 points and 10 assists in a game. He's only the seventh player in NBA history with 70-plus points. And the fact that he accounted for 99 points, the second most in history, and Wilt Chamberlain was number one at 100 is ridiculous. And despite that fact, after the game, Donovan Mitchell talked about his accomplishment. I want you to hear that. But then he also took time to talk about DeMarv, which he just found out. This is uh, Donovan Mitchell on what he did last night scoring-wise. They trust me enough to make these plays, and they immediately go right back and say, nah, like, screw that. Like, it's you. You know what I mean? And that just gives you confidence. And, you know, I told Serena the other night, like, I hadn't played to my best of my abilities. But when you have guys that are consistently in your ear every second telling you to keep going, keep going, uh, it, it makes life, you know, very easy. And obviously the game concluded. They're in the locker room, and they didn't even have full details on, on what took place with DeMar. Uh, but he made sure to send a support and love, not just from himself, but from the entire Cavs organization. Listen to this. Oh, I want to say I'm, um, prayers up for the for the Bill's safety, man. I, I heard about it. I didn't see it. But, you know, I wish him and his family were praying for him, all of us in the locker room. Kevin Love actually hit me on it and made sure we, we all want to, from the Cavalier organization, we want to wish the best and, and pray and if everything goes well. Yeah, I, I told you about, uh, LeBron James putting on his own 43-point show for the fans in Charlotte. Lakers on a on felt like a forever East Coast trip. Uh, the Lakers won 121 to 115 over Charlotte as LeBron tries to kind of drag their their carcass uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers to 500. I don't know if it's going to happen. It certainly doesn't look like they'll have any type of uh, of big-time success. Uh, but LeBron James, uh, he did talk about, he was asked specifically by the media after the game, you know, uh, on what his thoughts are that they stopped the game. It's definitely the right call by either whoever made that call, Roger, Roger Goodell, or whoever had an opportunity, to, the authority to make that call to suspend that. Uh, the safety of our of players in, in all sports is always the most important. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it was a terrible thing to see. 
um, and, and I wish, uh, um, you know, nothing but the best for that kid, um, uh, for the city uh, of Buffalo, for the franchise of the Bills, um, and like I said, for the rest of the NFL too as well, and also the Bengals that was there, um, and, you know, playing in that game. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the NFL. I'm a huge fan of football. And, you know, you, you never want to see anything like that happen, um, even in that, the type of competition that they're playing in. Yeah, that th- these were almost live comments as everything was still developing at this point. This is Donovan Mitchell, who had a historic night uh, in the NBA, and LeBron James, who just continues to light it up at uh, recently turned uh, 38 years old. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And you know what? Uh, They always say offense is the best defense. And so I'm going to officially anoint Donovan Mitchell as the Navy Federal Credit Union Defensive Player of the Week. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. Let's go to Cam. He's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what up, JR? What's up, Shep? Happy New Year to you guys. Um, so, I don't know. I almost even feel bad asking this question, but I'm just curious to hear what your take is. Um, earlier this summer, I think it was this summer, Christian Eriksen, the soccer player for Denmark, he collapsed on the field in the middle of the game. Very similar situation. Um, obviously, without the, the hit to the chest, but they were doing CPR on him on the field. I believe that they used the defibrillators and, and shocked him as well. And um, they ended up continuing and playing that game. And I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong to do either in either situation. I think ultimately it should be up to the players, and uh, it seems like people respect that. But um, I'm just kind of curious, like, what your take might be on the differences between those two well, situations. The, the, the diff- I, it's not necessarily what, what I think the, the differences are that Christian Erickson, when he was removed from the field, he appeared, and I don't want to say appeared, he was, he was conscious. They stopped the game. They delayed the game for, I believe, about an hour to 90 minutes. And the players are the ones who wanted to go ahead and continue. I, I, I think, I don't think, but I would, I would say that those are, are two very different circumstances, especially the fact that even at this point right now, uh, DeMar... Hamlin is is intubated and he is in a induced a coma. He's sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's really scary. I I can't ever think of a time where in any sport a player came off the field and didn't didn't give the crowd a, a wave or a team their thumbs up or something. It's certainly certainly rough. And, and prayers out to his family. And you know, I appreciate you guys doing uh, doing this show and doing it with uh, you know a touch of class as well. So excited Thank for you, uh, continue listening to you guys in, in 2023 appreciate you thank you for calling from san diego hey listen man certainly trying it's not easy to sit here and 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 be enthusiastic about donovan mitchell i i want to talk about you know 70 point games in the nba Uh, i want to talk about uh you know luka Doncic and lebron i want to talk about the playoff standings i want to i want to talk about i don't want to talk about nobody's talking about seemingly you know, Dana White and, and, and the spat that he got into with his wife. And, yeah, it's their business, uh, you know, but the attention towards it. Uh, there's, there's so many things that, that I want to talk about, but it doesn't matter what the hell I want to talk about because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Uh, what this man and his family are going through matters matters the most. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a matter of uh, 
is trying to lay things out, allow people to express themselves and and just try to learn. I think there's there's nothing to do right now but to uh, take a look at the scenario and situation that has happened and to 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 hope and pray for the best and to to learn. I think one of our our, our callers, I think it was Calvin from Atlanta, uh, he encouraged everyone who's listening to the radio right now to at minimum learn CPR. As he said it's a lot easier than than what people might think. Uh, he tried to dispel uh, some of the uh, misconceptions that might surround it regarding to providing air or mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Uh, and I think that's good. I, I think that there are people who learn this. I think there are some people who have maybe have found a, a little bit more hope uh, in humanity looking at the, the response, whether it be from uh, individuals in Cincinnati where this took place, uh, whether it be the great fans up in Buffalo of the Bills, or whether it be people saying a prayer or, or donating to his, his charity, which was providing toys to children and now has, has $6 million uh, to work with to hopefully make other people's lives better. Uh, and so it's that, that makes it a little bit easier, you know, not to be enthusiastic about some of the other things taking place in the world of sports, uh, knowing that, you know, <laughs> Even in, in, in terrible circumstances, we, you, you hope and pray for the best. You still try to find some some positivity in it uh, for for society's sake that we can move forward. You just don't want uh, tragedies to, to happen or as a result or these things happen as a result of a tragedy. And so yeah, it, ain't, it ain't easy sitting here and doing this, but I ain't the one to, to, to worry about or, or be concerned or my thoughts are concerned or concerns are, are not important. It's it's all about this guy, Damar, and his family. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're such a man of the people. Though. You take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. I, I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Speaking of appreciation, you... Uh, we talked about what took place last night with Donovan Mitchell with 71 and and LeBron had 43 and he's been going off. Donovan's been going off. Luca has been going off. Well, uh, it was only a few minutes ago or a few hours, I should say, uh, that Giannis Antetokounmpo, he also continues to go off. Uh, tonight against the Washington Wizards, he snapped uh, or helped snap the five-game winning streak of the Wizards Giannis had a career high 55 points tonight. Uh, the Bucks win 123 to 113. Uh, Giannis didn't just chip in the 55 points that career high. He also had 10 rebounds and seven assists. Uh, over the last three games, this man has dropped at minimum 
40 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Now, I understand the NBA is played at a faster pace with more possessions, but I mean, damn, these numbers are still absolutely ridiculous. Uh, a lot of things going on and uh, you know, not, not being at the forefront. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tony is here from Massachusetts. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, Tony, you're live. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Jay? So Go ahead. First, I just want to send some of my prayers out to, to his family and, and for him. And I just want to thank God for those paramedics who were, who were there, who were trained, who went into action immediately and knew exactly what was going on. Um, when I watched that, that uh, when I watched that game and that went down, I mean, I immediately, at first I thought it was, you know, it was a regular hit. You know, I seen him get up, and then I seen him fall, and I'm like, okay, maybe he got a, a concussion. And immediately after that, when I seen the faces, I knew something was like immediate. This was not something that was normal. And I, I literally just started praying and, and and crying. And you know, I'm just trying to keep keep my chain of thought here because, you know, I was with my wife earlier driving, and I heard a call. You know. <sighs> Sometimes we forget that these athletes are human beings, man. And, you know, this next man up and the game must go on. And when I hear something like that, it really angered me. And I don't want to, like, take that out on your show. But sometimes we need to really think about, really think about what we have to say before we say it. Because the reality is this man died on that field, if people were not, like, really in tune to what happened, he died. He had to be brought back to life, not once, but twice. And when I hear somebody start a sentence off with, I don't mean to be insensitive, yes, you already know what you're going to say is insensitive. Because the fact that you've started that out, I don't understand what it is about people that can't separate. I love sports to death. I really do. But at some point, you got to be able to separate. That's entertainment. We're talking about somebody's life. We're talking about somebody's son, a family member, a close friend. And at some point, you got to be able to separate that from entertainment. And I think, I don't want to, I want to say fans, but as human beings, we got to be able to understand and put things in context what's really important and what's not important mm-hmm. um the nfl you know they got a lot of issues with player safety but that was the right call i mean i this five minute thing they was like you know they was you know what nobody knew what was going on we've seen it a hundred times players get hurt thumbs up in the air caught it off in an ambulance, but there was a sign that he was okay. That did not happen last night. Yeah. That wasn't the case. Yeah. So for somebody to say, well, you know, the game got to go on and next man up, I'm like, what are you talking about? Next man, this man died. Yeah. You've seen somebody die right in front of you on national TV I don't know what your agenda is, 
I really don't know. But we really got to get this stuff in perspective that that's entertainment. That's what it is. And these are human beings. These are people with families. These are sons. You, you get what I'm saying, J.R.? Well, uh, we've... We've we've certainly uh, shared the thoughts from his his family tonight. We've we've heard from players. I've I've given my perspective of what you just mentioned. Uh, I I didn't hear no one uttered here on the radio. We did have a gentleman who called uh, a few hours ago. Thank you, Tony, for calling from Massachusetts. Uh, he gave his thoughts and then he said, "Hey, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, rude or disrespectful. He said, what do you think they should do with the game?" I said, "Man, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't." I'm not interested in, in thinking about it. Um, the NFL, I'm sure, doesn't know what to do uh, with the game. They've made it clear that it will not take place uh, this week. We played this earlier in the show. I want to make sure that you, you hear it again since we want to talk about, uh, you know, the humanity or Tony brought up the humanity of the players. This was Aaron Rodgers earlier today on the Pat McAfee show. And he talked about the humanity of the players like they do this. For entertainment, they do it because they love it, they enjoy it, uh, but they also understand the risks. This is Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, there's one thread that connects all of us, right? And it's that we know that we are the modern-day gladiators, right? We are providing entertainment for the masses and doing something we love, but we're also putting our bodies and our future health on the line. And I think that's one thread that connects all of us that we have a respect for what it takes to go out on the field and play and the, the attention to this being a 365-day-a-year job and the stresses of physical health and mental health and emotional health that it puts on us, and that we put our bodies on the line because we love doing it, because we love competing, and we enjoy providing entertainment for people. But at the end of the day, you don't think these type of things are going to happen. And when it does happen... Everything is thrown out, a rivalry, uh, distaste for a certain team, whatever it might be that might separate you a little bit, that's all gone. Yeah, he said we're the modern gladiators, and it's, it's true. He ain't lying. 855-212-4CBS. Steve is here from Alabama. How you doing, JR? Good, man. Go ahead. Uh, not only was that a good decision to, to cancel that game, I don't, by the looks on the Bengals' faces, I don't think they could have proceeded with that game. Well, uh, Aaron Rodgers gave, he gave Zach Taylor credit for that as well. A matter of fact, let's take a listen to to Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. Uh, he, he gave a lot of love to Zach Taylor for how he helped handle that situation. Don't go anywhere, Steve. I do want to say this as well. Like, I think one person who deserves a lot of credit in the situation is coach Taylor. I saw him walk across the field and just the empathy that I saw in his face and the way he handled that thing. And then obviously, cause coach McDermott, I mean like oh. this is your guy, right? Like, and he was going through it, but just the way that he, it wasn't even a question. No, we're not going to play this game. What are you talking about? Do you need more time? Do you need any time? Do you want to even play? I mean, that felt like that was a conversation right there. So, Big kudos to, to Zach for not saying, "Up, oh, hey, let's no, we're gonna play this. Oh, you got five minutes, okay? I know it's you know, you're, you're, you know, the there could have been so many insensitive, you know, obviously in the moment and also hindsight for sure moments, uh, 
that uh, that could have been had right there. But I thought he handled that thing the exact right way. And whether or not, you know, we can second-guess the NFL and, and all the decisions afterwards, but I don't know, had it not been for Zach, you know, and Coach McDermott coming together, would they have not gone to the locker room and tried to play? Because playing at that point was not even close to important as, as this, this young man's life. Well, Steve, that goes to your point, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, another thing about the CPR classes, I was I was trained in CPR and, and first aid. Uh, anybody that reaches out to their employer, the lung association, as well as your local fire department, and that's who taught me, okay. will come out to your place of business, to your employer, and they will teach a group of you Everything from the from the uh, chest compressions to the AED, okay, to general first aid. Okay. Well, thank you for the additional information, Steve. We're up against the break. I appreciate you, man. All right. Happy New Year, brother. To you as well. Thank you, Steve, right. for calling from from Alabama. Uh, we're getting uh, even amongst this discussion, we're getting a lot of of good information. I, I've heard that as well, and I yeah, I, I venture you to check in with your your local file department. I mean, they may come out and, and, and do such a thing. So uh, appreciate everybody who's out there uh, doing the good work. And, you know, Shep, there's sometimes a, a little bit of a, of a silver lining in everything. Obviously, we want the, the big news to be some, some, some good news, but some positivity at least learning in the process. We're going to talk more about this on the other side, get to more of your calls. Many people obviously on the lines. The JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio.